Hello and welcome to Boarding Party's Pokemon D&D campaign. Featuring Bentley Woods CJ Phoebe Wilhelm Milo Ruder and D. Blackwater. I'm Drew, the Game Master for the Laris region. Karina in the lead, the boys prepare for the journey into the now vibrant and lush canyon outside Xantha. Hello! Hello everyone. I'm with the group formerly known as the Man Bun Boys. Nope. Which now is... We're not anymore. The Fresh Drip Dudes. End of an era. Yeah. So this one's gonna be, uh, it'll be different, because there will be less hair involved, but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if, uh, my journey is documented again, if I get back to long hair again. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah. Well, as long as you do the one session with a Freddie Mercury mustache. <laughs> gotta do it. Because <laughs> it's still out there gotta somewhere. Gotta do it. it gotta do it. needs to be done. It's like session five or something, you just shaved everything else. Gotta do it. Anyways... Hi everybody. When last when last we left the formerly Man Bun Boys, you had just found Karina on the edge of the Xantha Canyon and had decided to trek downwards to find hopefully Cordelia. Or hopefully not. I don't know your mind. But she might be down there. So says Karina. Answers. So Formerly Man Bun Boys. Yes. Let's get a marching order going into the canyon. Who's going first? Uh, Pendleton on. Yeah, Pendleton Karina. on. Karina is leading the way, and Karina is using her her fearmonger ability to track her prey. In this case, potentially the Steelix, but also trying to track her trainer. I guess. All right, you gotta pick one or the other. She can have one prey at a time. Can she choose? Cordelia? So you can choose Cordelia, but you gotta be able to give her a scent. Wouldn't she know her trainer's scent? She does. Okay. So if you want her to do Steelix, you gotta find evidence yeah, of the okay, Steelix. Yeah, okay, so then but... let's do Cordelia, because that's who we're yeah, trying to find anyway. Because she's got Karina right now. Right. Right. Karina has Cordelia right now. Right. That's why she's like pacing back and forth. Okay, cool. Then yeah, that. Okay, yeah, okay. we'll stick with that. Okay. That way, if we find Cordelia without a Steelix, then we're in the clear. Then it's win-win. Um, or it's hunting us now. But I would say, <sighs> I would say Karina Pendleton riding her, mm -hmm. then probably Bentley CJ, and then um, Bentley's gonna have Nipsey dial up Evanrude out. All right. And. He'll tell Evan Rue to kind of like fly up and back and keep an eye on things. And if he sees anything like coming for us to make a bunch of noise, air support. Um, but anyway, he'll have he'll have dial up hovering over his shoulder. Nipsey just like clittering in his shoe area. But yeah, I feel like area. I feel like if we get mobbed, having Pokemon out would be a good idea. So I'm going to run with that knowledge. Okay. Cool. Crash is my only Pokemon out. All right. Well, and Mana in my head, but... Okay. Not yeah, Crash and Mana. Yeah, Mana right now is just kind of coiled up, taking a little taking a little cat nap, so to speak. From what you're noticing, uh, traveling with her for an extended amount of time, she sleeps a lot. Mana? Yeah. Anytime she, she uses an ability, especially, 
She's like right to sleep. Okay. She gets real yawny and just <laughs> down she goes. <laughs> All right, boys. Between the two of you, give me a perception check. Just a general surveillance of the canyon as we go down. Should we both roll it? Yeah. Yeah, one for each of you. Ooh, 21 for Bentley. 15. 15! Okay. So you both notice the canyon is much more vibrant and lush than it was the last time you saw it. Granted, you didn't go down into the canyon, but last time you were here, it was very Grand Canyon-esque. Hmm. Not, not a lot of plant life, just steep cliff facings and this little trail down. This time, however, highly reminiscent of, like, wetlands. There's tons of greenery everywhere, but only on one side of the cliff face, specifically the side that you're traversing down. There's vine growth all over the path. There's large swooping trees that could never possibly have thrived here. And lots of the local wildlife seems to have changed accordingly. You're used to seeing, like, slugmas, Maybe some diglets, some sand shrews, but no longer. Bentley, you're able to catch a little ways down the trail, something you thought would be impossible. An exposed vein of molten earth roiling through this land. And it seems like almost before your eyes, for both of you, the canyon is re-terraforming. There's exposed rivers of magma that flow impossibly up the sides of the cliff. And new tree growth popping up almost in the moment. What? What is going on here? I, I don't know. It's, it, so you know how that, that green Pokemon that D was talking about? said that it was like planting trees oh the like one that only they saw supposedly yeah maybe something similar is happening here where it's just like like these these trees didn't used to be here right like it this seemed like it was this a desert a, yeah it's just all sand and dirt and shit yeah, now there's like a bunch of like bushes and trees that are, that i would never see in the desert it's very strange what what if it's got something to do with the source stones? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point, but... Like, what if the, the Tropius brought the, the, the grass one here and... Yeah, maybe. That's what's happening? Yeah, maybe it was flying around this area and just kind of happened. Patang. I don't know. It's weird. Quite. From the exposed magma, is is there like a like a source that it's coming from, or it's just kind of like just all it over the place? It seems to just be the actual walls of the cliff. They seem huh. to just be heated up and almost like primordial. That's weird. But a more important note: they give off almost no heat. Mm -hmm. The fuck. That's very strange. Well, eyes on the mission. Focus Keep following Karina and just kind of like put that in my back pocket of 
weird goings on that might need to be addressed at some point. Very strange. All right. Super weird. Between the two of you, give me a survival check for Karina to track her prey. Ooh, Karina. You want to roll it? 11 on the die. 11 on the die. So it would be wisdom. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. 16. 16. 16, baby. All right. Karina sniffs twice towards the rampant plant growth. It goes, ah, she's not in there. And it gives you the kind of hunting dog point further down into the canyon. And as you look over the top, seems to be a herd of Rhyhorn at the base of the canyon. Oh, great. Just sort of grazing on this newfound grass that seems to just be constantly growing in. Shit. They seem like they're having a great time. All right, well, that's something. Yeah, and as she kind of points down there, you notice a little rumbling as the side of the cliff kind of shakes for a moment. You see on the far side of the canyon, maybe about a half a mile away from you, one singular large silver steel limb just sort of carve through the outside of the canyon and then continue on its way. Did you see that, CJ? Yeah. Did Karina react to it at all? she get all excited? Or... In a way. She notices it, but it's still like... <sighs> okay. It's like, okay, it's over there now. Great. Okay. Great. Let's maybe try and avoid that if we can. Yeah, hopefully. Kind of cool to see all those Rhyhorn grazing down there. I can't imagine they had this type of food before. Probably not. I mean, this wasn't here before. Yeah, so... I mean, it's, it's like changing the whole landscape. It's really strange. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad yet, but... I don't know. Probably not great, considering this is where the fire source stone was, and now there's not that anymore. Yeah, so. fair. All right, Karina, we're... We're on board to keep going, if you are. Okay. Lead the way. As she presses on, there's another, much smaller rumbling in the ground. As a little, toad-like creature lands on the path in front of you. It's about yay big. And it's got this large, kind of like sandstone, fossil-esque structure on its back. One long leafy tendril comes out of one side and a little tendril of like earth kind of like peers out from the other side of its back. It's got one reddish green eye and one brown eye. And as it lands on the ground in front of you, it goes and lets out a loud belch. Hello. Here, an interesting-looking fellow. Is that Bulbasaur? I think so, but it's not. Like, look at it. It's like it's like half, half Earth. Yeah. What the heck? Very strange. Doesn't look like it's just like a variant thing, like changed. I'm gonna offer some some fruit jerky or whatever some we have. Grub. <laughs> some yeah, fruit jerky. Just, you just, pluck a fresh mango from yeah. a nearby tree. I'll just hold out whatever there you I go, have. lad. I'm assuming that we all have food and water. Yeah, give me a give me a, a Pokemon handling check. I shall do that. Entreat with the creature. Oh boy, that is a nine. A nine! Alright, as you as you bend down to Terrible. offer 
Whatever it is is in your hand. Probably jerky. <laughs> and the creature just goes. Alright. Kind of um, gives a little frog hop to the side of the cliff and then sticks one of its brown legs into the wall and you watch as the earth just rises to meet it as it kind of hangs from the wall. This guy's cool. That's really cool. Cool guy. Jeez. It, is it like things are almost like they're evolving in real time. Like they, they don't... It's like half and half. It's really strange. Never uh, seen anything like that before. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on, man. There's, there's, there's so many things. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what to do with this information. All right, as your new friend is hanging from the wall, there's another rumbling, as out from the primordial magma rises a sphere with two large fists. There. As it's just dripping with this primordial magma. Which slowly singes at the plant growth, which then regrows over it, more fertile than ever. So it singes it, but it isn't, like, temperature hot. It's not as hot as you would expect, I guess is a better way to say it. Okay. It's not magma hot. Got it. Rock, Mac dude. Like oven hot? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably like, 200 degrees, but not, like... 1300. Earth dude. Tis I, Earth dude. Hello, grass dude. Let our powers combine. Would you like to share some of your kind bud? But yes, as Magma dude erupts from the wall, Bulby friend becomes Concernicus. And the two begin battling. What? It's a short battle. Bulbasaur is very well equipped to handle these newfound magma dudes. As the earthen tendril whips out, grabs him around the arm, and just snaps off the newly forming magma arm. As the magma dude crawls towards the two of you, Karina, give me a give me an attack roll. Okay. She Holy wastes no time. Crap. Karina's like, okay, this thing's a threat. It needs to go down. Plus eight. So 17. 17 on the bone crush. Roll that damage. Oh, God. 3d6 piercing. This guy's about to die. Yeah. If any of them roll a six, you roll another one. Uh-oh. Oh, there's one. Look, that was cool. So. So 18. That's a lot. Yeah. Karina, following suit, bites down on the center of the Geodude's face. And just crunches him, and you watch as he just falls limp and lifeless to the ground before he even has a chance to harden. Whoa. And just flings the carcass over the side of the, the cliff. Jesus. As she looks back at the two of you, it gives you a look of like, stop wasting my time. We have stuff to do. A mission. As the Bulbasaur's like... <laughs> hey. And lets out another loud earthen belch. Aggressive. Lead the way, Karina. We're we're behind you. You can set set some pace. Okay. Yeah, she just plods onwards. Ah, and the oh, Bulbasaur follows about thirty feet behind you. I'm glad she's on our team for now. Yeah. Seems to be hopping from the cliff wall to the ground. 
kind of swinging from a tree every now and then and then landing again on the cliffside. He seems more like a tree frog than the Bulbasaurs that you've seen. Cool. Right. That's cool. It's very hey, sticky. Have you seen any people down here? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Where? Is that an answer? Or is he just catching something with he his tongue? He just got something. <laughs> and he lets out another loud earthen belch and a little a little leg comes back out. Seems like he caught a bug of some kind. Okay, cool. Gross. Cool earth belch. I like it. Burp. Burp the Bulbasaur. Yeah. <laughs> some foreshadowing, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and ball. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Burp. to now. <laughs> Your name is Burp, and you live in the PC. Burp the Bulbasaur. Burp the Bulbasaur. Alright, the newly dubbed Burp just follows a little ways behind you. You guys seem to be the most interesting thing to it going on in the canyon. On account of you're not constantly and rapidly evolving and changing and shifting like the rest of the land. Right. As you press on ever further, Karina occasionally stops... Sniffs the air for a moment. Let's get another perception check. Cause she be sniffing. That plus five, whatever you got? Uh, yeah, so 13. 13! Yeah, as Karina sniffs the air again, it's long enough of a pause that you're all not crushed by a boulder that comes rolling down. Seems to be as similar to that magma dude, but much larger. Four arms, and a little bit more cooled down. A gravelly boy. As he rolls down, he just goes, <laughs> just like right on down into the canyon. Is he just doing his thing, or was he coming for us? He seems like he's just doing his thing. Okay. But as Karina just stops and is like, <sighs> right on past, she's like, all right, cool, on with the mission. But as you guys look up above, you can see dozens and dozens of these magma dudes just kind of clinging onto the side of the walls, just waiting to harden into normal geodudes. You're watching the birth of the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. It's gotta be sourced on I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in my periphery in case they come flying down again. Okay. A sea of flying dudes. <laughs> the veritable cloud storm of dudes. So much dude. Alright. As you press on, further and further ahead, Karina's tail begins swishing very slowly back and forth on the path. And her nose continues to twitch. Her ears are always on high alert. And every probably 40 feet or so, she looks back and makes sure you're, you're both still there. We here. We here. All right. You picking something up? And all of her hair bristles great. On, the, on her back. Oh, great. As out from the canyon, a horrible mesh of grinding steel sound mm. as bursting from the wall, Mr. Steel Ix. Let's get an initiative roll, everybody. Oh, God. Oh, God. The time has come. Uh. All right, boys. Evan Rude, you're up first. In the battle event of the season. Oh God. Um. 
Yeah, Evan Root is going to double team up and then fire off a bug buzz at the Steelix. All right. Bug buzz! Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. No, no, tres. Cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Oh, you have to roll a, a save. Deck save. Oh, that's a two minus one is one. Okay, so he fails, so wow. he takes uh, 11 sound damage, I guess. Sound damage. And uh, is deafened. Wow. Interesting. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> oh, that activates his super ability. One hit kills only. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that, but you didn't know. No, that's all right. As the Steelix reels from the impact, you do notice, Bentley especially, it seems to be incredibly sensitive to loud noises. Aha! <laughs> wow! As it reels from the impact and slams its head into the wall. Its eyes turn back with a newfound rage and focus. Dial-up. Dial-up, it seems to not like sound. You know what to do. Dial-up's gonna go for a sonic boom. Boom that mofo. He's going to boom. Mother of God. Holy mother of God. It's interesting. So they were below three, so they can be re-rolled. But once, oh my god. Holy shit, oh. that was so much better. <laughs> That's uh, 31 sound damage. Oh my god. Okay. That was a fun battle. Yeah. So Bentley, <laughs> you notice from this hit, the Steelix does not reel as hard on account of he is deafened. So he does not hear uh, no. Dial-Up's no. loud shrieking no. as the powerful blast slams it. Still hurts, oh, it but not nearly as much uh, as you would hope. I forgot already. It's okay. Pendleton. Shoot. I don't remember what he can do. Pendleton's pretty well-versed in this creature on account of he's like, I was a, I was a wild boy as well back in the day. Let me find him. Back in the days of wild boy. See, this is this is a predicament because Evanrude can deal sound damage, but if he does, it deafens it for the rest of the turn, so mm. nothing else can take advantage, mm. which is not good. Mm. All right, Pendleton boy, mm. you have a move called the big stick, where you can whack somebody, wiggity whack, or you could just try to mold them with fury swipes. Oh. Um, okay. Pendleton. Pendleton will go in for a big stick. All right, Pendleton, give me a history check before you do. Analyzing. Give a plus two to this. Analyzing. Ooh, 18. All right. Pendleton looks at the two of you and goes... Scratching and hitting is bad. All right, Pendleton, just just he, hold off an hour. Be safe. He shows you a. That's not good either. <laughs> He's saying don't attack it directly. It's too strong. 
Okay, so what do we do? Use water, I guess. I don't know. He looks to you and just goes... Mm. Great. Hopefully you have some Pokemon that can make some noise, because I don't. <laughs> All right. Pendleton, would you like to hold any actions? Um, just hold tight? Yeah, just yeah. hold tight. Okay. Yeah. If it, uh, we'll say if he gets any closer, you'll do it. We'll hit if, him with a stick. If an opportunity arises that makes sense, okay. Pendleton will know. Cool, cool. Steelix, on its turn, has a singular target in mind. It's Evan Root. The a creature that made the sound. <laughs> yes. As he's kind of reeling anyway, he's got triple vision as it's going, so there's just dozens of Evan Roots. So he would have disadvantage on this anyway, because you made a loud noise. However, let's see how he does. Alright, they I kid you not, it's two sixteens. Oh. For a total of twenty-seven to hit. Oh sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well yeah. Holy fuck. Oh my he's a, god. Uh, he's a big tough boy. He's a, he's a buff boy. Alright. Is blessed to hit his 11? That's Incoming so Evanrude, 18 points of bludgeoning Ow. damage, and I need you to make a constitution save. Ow. Alright, hold on, let me do the damage count. Make that con save. 18 damage, 18, you said? What's, what's 47 damage. minus 18? Third, uh, 29. Thank you. It's oh. great because I keep saying these with confidence, and then when I'm editing, I'm like, "Dude, so wrong." <laughs> quick math, <laughs> like quick, and I was like, "I'm getting so good at this," and then every single time, it's I mean, off by like it's seven. also our fault because we don't question it; we just believe you. All right, what it's what fun. save did I need to make? So it is a Constitution save. Okay, your DC to beat is ten. Okay. Seventeen. All right, Evan Rude. It's yeah. a very potent skull bash. As the head of this Steelix slams into your soft buggy body, kind of sends you reeling into the sky and you're rattling for a second, but you shake it off. You're like, not today. No. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Oh, boy. All right. Nipsey. Can I do something? Yeah. We are We are at uh, about that time. Actually, your dex is 15, so yeah, yeah if you want to retroactively do something real quick. Um... Well, I'll I mean, put you. I'll put you on the thing. This will have already happened, but there you go. Uh, I am gonna flip my eyes on and try to get the thing's attention and be like, "Hey, we don't want to fight you. We're looking for my sister." All right. As you go like this, the fellow's deaf. He can't hear you right now. That's why I was trying to go like this. Yeah. He kind of looks over to you, and then looks back towards Evan Rude and the. The turn resolves. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Nipsey. All right. So Bentley is going to use his action to throw out Rose. That, Ooh. That's lovely. Way to go, Rose. That's a 16. Heck yeah. Okay. Get it, Rose. So Rose is now in. Uh, Nipsey. Nipsey is going to go for Spore. All right. Spore it up. You have to make a DC 12 con save. 
At least it's not Dex. Do do do. That is a B. 12, 14, okay, he 16, saves. 18, he I saves. It's 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24. He's got a plus 7. It's a 9. Oh. With a plus 7. Wow. So he saves comfortably. Or no, sorry, it's a 9 total. Yeah, 9 it's total. It's a 2 on the he die. Oh. Yeah, it's a 9. 9! I was like, what? It's a nine total. I thought he said nine on the die no. plus seven. No, no, nine it's a nine, nine total. So he is asleep. All right. The Steelix lets out a loud yawn, and you're like, oh my god, 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 oh my god. As Nipsey just goes, fall before me. <laughs> As Steelix, wham, slams its chin into the, the side of the canyon, and then just settles in. All right, boys. You have until you hit it, or until a minute passes. Crash, what are you doing? Okay, what do we do? Should we, like... Oh, I don't know, do you, do you want to run? I don't know. I feel like it's just going to be able to find us and follow us. Do, should we, like, try to tie it down, or, like, just wait and, like, talk to it? Maybe it'll be like, talk to chill, it? They're chill, because they knocked me out, but they didn't kill me, and now they're just chilling. I don't know. It seems pretty hostile, CJ. Yeah, but... Maybe it's just trying to defend its territory. There's so much that's happened. Everything's changing. I don't know what's going on. Did, so did it come out of... Can I look down, like, the tunnel where it came out of? Uh, yeah, let's get a perception check. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Filthy 20. Dirty. Filthy. Filthy. Nasty. Disgusting. Horribly. Filthy dirty 20. All right. As you look into the wall where the Steelix has come from, you see more and more pools of this primordial magma just kind of flowing down, and more of those little magma dudes kind of popping out. Nature is healing. It's this time. But you can see these tunnels seem to be following some sort of vein of presumably source stone. It seems like Steelix has been tracing the old veins. And in their wake, is pouring all of these magma dudes. <gasps> what? So the the <sighs> geo dudes are all like coming out of that. Uh huh. They're coming out of this just primordial ooze, for lack of a better term. Even dormant, the source stones seem to be more than capable producing new life. Karina, do you smell anything this way? Point, I'll point down the, the tunnel. She is singularly focused on that Steelix. She seems to be holding off as a uh, professional courtesy, but is very, very eager to just tear into this thing. But you're not going to be able to, idiot. As a little bit of time has passed, boys, you're about 30 seconds into your minute of sleep. Yeah, we're probably screwed. Alright, well, Crash is up, so... I'm looking into the thing. I asked Karina what her thoughts are on going that direction, and she's just snarling at the... Hey, Mana. Hey. Can you read this thing? Yeah, he's sleeping. If he was awake, do you think you could talk to him? I mean, maybe. Okay. 
Um, he has a very tiny brain. Great. Um, so he probably just wants to kill all of us. He seems angry and confused. Right. I, I wanted to try to maybe not make him confused so that he wasn't angry. I could make jelly. No. Maybe not right now. Okay. But we might need that in a little bit. Okay. She just kind of is like, think, rolls back into your hood. She's like, oh, yes. Now okay, are we be... running? Are we going to fight this thing? Freaking in the a, meantime, man. if you guys have any actions you want to take with your Pokemon, e.g. Uh, Rose setting up an aqua ring, or if either of you want to take a look at anything real quick, or examine anywhere, or now would be the time. You have... You have a minute of uh, nebulous time. I'll look at the Steelix and see if there's any markings on it or anything that stands out. All right. Give me an insight check real quick. Give me an insight check real quick. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. God. Seven. Seven. All right, the only thing you're able to glean at a quick glance, because you're afraid to get too close, because you're like, ah, he might wake up anytime soon, as Nipsey is like, sleep forever, demon. This Steelix is incredibly tough. For as long as you've been uh, battling it, which is not particularly long, but it's taken two, you would expect to be massive hits, you don't see a single dent on this armor. And you're relatively certain you wouldn't, regardless of what you hit it with. Mm-hmm. Seems like you found the only way to hurt it relatively quickly. I'm pretty confident that we're not going to be able to take this thing. It, like The only way that we're going to be able to do anything is what we're doing currently. We just can't just keep doing that. He'll just eventually eat us. Okay, well, let's go then. Let's. We have a, we have a chance. All right. I think we're going to run then. All right, this way. All right, just run down the, the tunnel. <gasps> Into the tunnel? Yeah. All right, as you run into the tunnel, are you calling anybody back or? I'll just leave everybody out. I don't have anybody to call back. Rose would be the only one I'd be yeah, concerned I'd, about speed wise. I'd call back Rose. All right, Rose hits the fish. Is like, what are we doing, boys? All right, <laughs> see you later. All right, boys, as you dive into the tunnel, give me some stealth checks for everybody who's out. Oh my god. Oh boy, this is horrible. That includes Karina. Does Pendleton have to do it? Pendleton does have to do it, but he does have a plus seven to stealth. He's very good at stealth. Oh, well. Oh, boy. All right, Bentley is an 11. Karina, Karina crit. Okay. Naturally. Pendleton's is an eight. Okay. Dial-up is 14, hilariously. Crash. Oh, no, never mind. That was, um... Is a three. And I no Nipsey 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 was a thirteen. Dial up is a six. That I'm makes more sense. And then we gonna need somebody to tip the scales. I'm fifteen, and Karina's a crit. And okay. Everyone is a ten. And everyone's a ten. Yeah. So by one, those of you who are stealthy are able to make up for those of you who are not. Oh. As you all leap over the side, you watch as Karina just silently slinks over and just folds herself around the corner of the canyon and waits for you all to jump through as dial-up is just like and flies into the cave you're like no 
as Karina just glares daggers at him. It's like, you are gonna get us all killed, boy. As you all slink into this canyon, the Steelix awakes with a start. He goes, and just carves his way further up the ramp looking for you. Presumably not knowing how long he's been asleep, thinking that you've retreated from the canyon, at least for now. That'll take you out of initiative. You're very lucky there. <laughs> you think? Good stuff, boys. Good God. All right, you're now in a, a tunnel in the canyon that is ominously lit by primordial magma that very occasionally spews a magma dude. Most of which, thankfully, did not appear to be hostile. They oh. are baby. I'll call back dial-up. Okay. Yes, he shrieks into the <laughs> the canyon hole. You're like, shh. Yeah. Karina's like, why didn't you do that earlier? Yeah, quiet. Sorry. This first stealth mission was going on. Do you do you smell anything down the the trail? Give me give me a smell check. Uh, it didn't fit on the card, but she has advantage on smell checks. Okay. So. Worth and noting. That would be wisdom. Uh huh. So still plus five. Roll it again. No, I did it twice. I rolled the 19 oh, on this dice. Nice. Cool. So 24. 24. 24. Yeah. As she smells, Karina is able to pick up subtle notes. Some notes of Cordelia in here. Yeah. Largely of molten earth, but she rolled well enough that she does another similar hunting dog esque point. Let's go. Down this tunnel. <laughs> and then takes off like a shot and down she goes running after her. Mm -hmm. all right yeah she does outpace you guys substantially mm -hmm. as she follows through the like winding and twisting corridors are you guys going fast corridors yeah as fast as we can all right stay semi-silent i guess give me a dexterity check for the both of you to not trip in here it is Boy. new earth with lots of grooves and holes uh, 15. 19. 19. All right. So the two of you are able to navigate relatively easily. As Nipsey's just skittering along, it's very nervous. It seems to be like on the wall away from the magma. It's like, I ain't taking no chances. But as it moves past, it sees the magma dudes, and it's just like, not yet. <laughs> and on it goes. There will come a time where you will be part of my army, but it is yeah. not this day. So this is Earth Goop. You keep it's, saying magma, but there's no heat. It's not really magma. It's, it's, it's like... hot, but not lava hot. Okay. It is It is still more than enough to like, magma light. burn you. Okay. Um, even like kill you quickly. Jesus. But you're not like actively sweating in this little canyon tunnel other than from just running. Right. Okay. It's still, it's still like temperate in here. It's maybe okay. in like 85. Okay. But if you got really close to it, you're like, ooh, that's... It's like if you opened a hot oven, if you yeah, get yeah. within, like, three or four feet of it. Okay. It's just not radiating heat. Precisely. Got At it. least not for now. No, oh, that's comforting. But yes, as the two of you progress ever further down, in my head, CJ, you're a little bit faster than Bentley. Just because wild boy. CJ would hope. Yeah. As you're just, like... On your left, and you run Actually, down. Actually, Bentley was a track star in Ambercrags. Yeah, so. fucking right, he was. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Alright. You know what? We'll make it interesting. He you was guys, the fastest uh, typer. In oh, are we going to have a race? You, between the two of you, roll initiative and just see who gets there first. <laughs> CJ, you've got a plus two. Bentley, you have a plus one. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> All right, so it's close. It was close. <laughs> CJ, you're like, I could beat you in a race any day. I, I mean, it's it really close. <laughs> it's Usain Bolt and that guy who, like, almost beat him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you. I earned some degree of respect. Yeah. Uh, CJ, as you come around the corner, uh, you're able to just barely skid to a stop as you hear the familiar hum of a sonic boomalizer whose name I forget and I need to come over here to the other notepad to make it seem less silly. Find it? Yes. Remember it? Ah yes, the Sonic Disruptor. That's the real name for it. As you hear, as you skid to a stop and put your arm in front of Bentley and slide past, there's this massive shockwave similar to what uh, dial-up produces and what you've seen specifically Zubats do in the past. Ooh. CJ, this is high-end Team Rocket field gear. As down the tunnel and out the side of the canyon wall erupts this mound of earth. As you slide around the corner, you see Karina slinking behind a burned and busted Cordelia. As she holds the cannon, she goes... Yeah, stop. And she just collapses. As the device kind of clatters to the ground, and Karina just gets very protective. Oh, boy. As you see, half of her face is just, like, completely burned, and there's this massive claw mark down the side. Ooh. I'm going to run and take the sonic weapon. Okay. Yeah, as you grab it, it seems to be flashing low battery. But it's turned to the maximum setting. Okay, I'll just charge that. that shit, bro. Get dial up out here. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, I'll CJ, give me a history check real quick for that thing, and then we'll we'll progress. What's my history? It's probably not good because I'm CJ. <laughs> uh, it's an eight. An eight. CJ. <laughs> T-H-E-E-J. Yeah, you don't really remember too much else about this thing. You can just make booms. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a riot suppression device mm -hmm. that's been altered to basically subdue powerful Pokemon. Cool. Make them easier to capture or possible to capture. Mm. But as you stare at it, you're like, ah, whatever. And as you approach Cordelia, Karina gets real low and that hair bristles up again. Chill out. She's clearly hurt, just like you were before. It's fine. I'm not gonna do anything to her. CJ, maybe, maybe Pendleton can help again. Pendleton, come help. All right. <laughs> as he as he starts walking up, Karina continues to growl, but not at you. It's the thing behind you. As in the opening of the cave that's now been blown open. Dick. Steelix is peering back in there. Fucking course he is. Give me another initiative roll, boys. No! Oh, God. <laughs> and don't worry about Karina. I got that one covered over here. All right. All right, Pendleton. Uh, wouldn't Pendleton just heal up? Yeah. Cordelia or try? Okay. Try to mend. Yeah. Pendleton will approach Cordelia, and Karina's like, all right, it's you. This is fine. 
Pendleton, give me a medicine check. You have a plus three to medicine. You're very good at medicine. You're also very good at stealth. <laughs> Not this time. All right, Pendleton. So you're, four. You're like, I'm really better at, like, removing cactus needles from people's faces and, like, maybe, maybe setting a broken bone or two. Her whole face is jacked. We need to get her to I don't even know she where to start with this. She has become Two-Face. Harvey Dent. All right, Evan Rude. <sighs> Your foe lies before you. Uh, he's going to double team. Okay. Done. There's like five Evan Roods now. It's a quintuple team. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Evan Roods just going to double team and hold his other action. Okay. Create many forms of himself in the canyon. Try and cause confusion. Very good. CJ, what are you doing, if anything? I, again, am going to turn on my eyes. Okay. Try to get this thing's attention. Okay. And communicate with it. Give me a Pokemon handling check. Come on, CJ. What, uh, go. What is Pokemon handling? For? Wisdom. Okay, that's not bad. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Nine. All right, CJ, for a fleeting moment, you seem to have its attention. What do you say? We don't want to hurt you. I'm just here to help my sister. All right. You get one thought as a response. I want to hurt her. As Karina just bristles the hair again. Seems to be in on the conversation. Like, it means it wants to hurt Cordelia. It's the only her in that direction. Great. All right, Bentley. So... What are you doing? Do I have an action and a bonus action? You have an action and a bonus action. Okay, so as my bonus action, I want to send out dial-up. Okay. Which I will Yeet. Which I will do thusly. He's a three. Oh! <laughs> well, it could be could be worse. Or could be there a three. And then uh Bentley is going to step forward towards the Steelix and aim the sonic gun and just pull the trigger. Alright, give me the attack roll. Oh boy. This is a weapon with which you have no proficiency. Yep. As Bentley's just like, what does this do? (laughs) A five on the die. Alright. That low battery symbol be darned. You just go... Say hello to my little friend. There's this tiny little of sonic air. As you're like, come on, come on, come on! Bentley, give me a tech check as you smack the side of the gun. Tech check! Tech check! Give me a tech deck. A four. Four! Yes! No luck. You do not manage to slam anything important long enough to get enough juice out. As you pull the trigger, the Steelix just moves to go around you and you're like, that's fair. <laughs> you just hold the gun, you're like, come on! Yeah. Come on! Well, it, it, it was worth a shot in my head. All right. 
The Steelix moves to swallow Cordelia. And Karina moves to intervene. Karina is choosing to take the damage. Oh, God. That is a 22 to hit. by more than a little. That is incoming 4d10 piercing damage. Oh. That is 19. 19 points of piercing damage. And Karina's AC drops by 3. Oh my god. <laughs> As the jaws terrifying. clamp down, Karina just intervenes braces herself for it and just holds her back into the jaws of the Steelix as you watch the teeth just sink in as she holds it up enough and kicks Cordelia out of the jaws before tumbling out herself and you see that it leaves a very similar large scar across her back that Cordelia now has on half her face. Oh boy! Crash. Crash is going to scary face. Try to stun the Steelix. Stunlix. Still. Still. Steelix is Stunlix. Stlinkix. That's a natural one. Let's go! That means he's stunned for two turns. These dice are so bad. Let's go! Nice, Crash. On all accounts. Atta boy. All right, Crash. You intervene and you're like. As the Steelix, more so than being afraid, is just like the absolute goal. Of this, this of mere mortal. Children. Yeah, but you watch as Crash roars, and the stone on his back lights up. The primordial magma backs away from him and hardens in the immediate vicinity, as he roars, and you can see water beginning to pool around him. As out, presumably just from the air abound, lake water just begins to pool, as it flows behind him. The Steelix is like. Alright, bro, chill. I like it. Chill, it's fine. I like it. As Crash just begins to whip up this wall of water in between him and Cordelia. So he just kind of stands in between. On Karina's turn, she doesn't care. She leaps right through the water and is like, screw it. Right. I'm coming in. Okay. As she lands, Flips the massive mane of black, greasy hair out of her face. Presumably the first bath she's had in a while. She's coming in. She's gonna go for a feral lunge. Yeah, there we go. That's better. That's better. That's better. That's a dirty 20. Uh, she's gonna deal 1d12 plus 10 as she dives onto the... onto a steel X. Ooh, that's terrible. It's a 12. Um, okay, and then Steelix has to roll or be knocked prone. Actually, he's stunned, huh? He is stunned. Yeah, he is mm -hmm. stunned. Mm. Ah, it's way worse. We're going to ignore that, so it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, 12 points of damage, and then uh, we're going to see if Steelix automatically fails strength saves. So, as uh, Karina jumps up, Instinctually going for the throat, though there isn't one, you watch as the jaws clamp down and just pierce through the diamond armor of the Steelix, because it's not its not piercing damage, it's dark damage. As she bites on through, 
as she throws the Steelix to the ground and comes in for another, another bite. Because that's what she does. It's an 18, which misses. <laughs> as she goes to bite down, her jaws yet again become this large black mass as they clamp down. And the shadowy fangs just shatter against the armor as she's like, that's, that's not good. And you watch as the Steelix, even in its down state, grows this mass of steel and rock and primordial magma. And it shoots back out at Karina. What? What? Because she missed. What? Karina takes eight points of steel damage. As you watch just shrapnel and other bits of rock just stab into her shoulders. As she's kind of sent reeling backwards, she moves back into a defensive position over Cordelia. Okay. Dial up. This is a source stone beast. It, it, it has to be. Uh, dial up needs to wait until the following turn. Okay, good call. I'm not paying attention. This thing has to Nipsey. be the steel, steel source stone. It has to. It's something. It was created in a lab, as far yeah, as we know. Yeah, and then it freaking. I was working in the, the lab <laughs> late one night. Oh god! All right. Uh, Nipsey's gonna try and leech seed it. Oh, okay. They okay. Do the mash. They do the monster mash. Uh, you have advantage. Is it still stunned? Because he's stunned until your next turn. Come on, Nip. Did the mash? Oh, oh, no! Nipsey crits. Yo, nip. The critical nip. Which critical nip? Not to scare you, I think is the only way Nipsey can hit Steelix. <laughs> it makes sense yeah, wow. because the eighteen missed. Yeah, yeah. Baby. I don't think any of us can. Really... I don't think you want to know. Um, Cocked. There you go. Okay, so that's nine damage of leech seediness, and like he it. is seeded. I like it. All right, Nipsey, you savage. All right, as it's down, Nipsey just skitters up and goes, "Diamonds, huh?" And then just skitters back as you watch the seeds just impossibly move between the plates. They're like, life finds a way. As they sink in. into like a little hole. His red eyes are just poking out. Let's go. Pendleton. You're pretty sure Cordelia's wounds are beyond your healing, at least with what you have with you. Give me another medicine check. Not to heal her, but to gauge a condition. Uh, was that plus three? Yeah. Eleven. All right. She does not have long. Okay. We got... I'm not a doctor, and I could have said yeah. that much. Cor Cordelia, you're looking at minutes, not hours. Oh, my God. All right. Pendleton, you want to do anything else? Or um, just chilling? Just try to extend those minutes. Okay. <laughs> make her as comfortable as we can. Yeah, try try to make sure that she doesn't die in the cave. Okay. Yeah, he, he begins, like, tearing off scraps of her coat and, like, applying pressure to some of the deeper wounds. And you can see immediately just blood oh, is God. pooling out of the torso. Oh, God. But tang Quang. Evan Rude. good mm -hmm. um evan root is still just gonna keep the double team up and hold his action okay cj 
I am going to walk up to the Steelix, uh-huh. put my hand on it, be like, I understand that you want to kill her. I can't allow that to happen. We're going to leave. And we're not going to come back. All right. Give me, give me a persuasion check, CJ. I was going to put it at disadvantage, but the Steelix is stunned at the moment. So it's not really thinking about how it doesn't trust you. It's mostly thinking about how much everything hurts. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a two. That's no. so horrible. God damn it. one is what it is. Ah. <laughs> That's horrific. CJ, as you're talking, you're noticing that whatever effect is keeping it kind of stunned and in place, its relative fear in the realm of Crash is just blocking out whatever you're saying. It's like that thing in front of me has caused irreparable damage to the world. Um, And I will extinguish it. I'm going to go grab her and put her on Crash. Okay. And we're going to start to run. All right. As you haul Cordelia onto Crash, Bentley, it's your turn. (sighs) I I have not talked to you about this because I feel like we're on the same page with what's happened. We're not going to be able to kill this thing. So I think the only thing that's left is to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but we can't outrun it. (laughs) We have a better chance than fighting it. Uh, My opinion. Dial up, try and charge this thing. I'll try and get dial up's electricity to charge up the gun. Alright, it's gonna take dial-up's action. But you hold the gun up. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Oh god. Steelix shakes off the effects of Crash and sees Cordelia on his back and just goes so be it. And in comes a skull bash of all skull bashes. Brace it up, Crash. 16. I... That exactly hits. Oh, okay. I was like, that's... I'm like, I know Crash is a high AC. That might not hit. So All right, so brace yourself for a constitution save. With incoming damage, I'll let you know DC is in just a sec. That is 24 points of bludgeoning damage to Crash. As the Steelix smashes its large forehead into Crash. You watch as he slides back and he kind of like strains, ruins his... Get that constitution save, buddy. DC's 12 right now. Uh, that is 14. 14. Do you need paper to track All right. that? I do it on my phone. He puts his claws up on the Steelix and pushes him away and you watch as a whole mass of lake water just kind of shoves the Steelix back. As Crash looks at you and he's like, Great, man. I got it. Oh, God. And then uh, it's Crash's turn. What you doing, buddy? You running? I mean... <laughs> 34. Yeah. What do we do? You running? Uh, um, 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Crash, you grab Cordelia from your back, and you're like, oh, she, okay, all right, and you run. You doing full movement, full dash, all yeah. the way up the tunnel? Yeah. All right. Crash takes off like a shot and just starts running. As the Steelix lets out an angry roar, Karina slides in between you and then kind of looks to Bentley and Co. and is like, he's mine. She gonna go for a bone crush. Is she going miss him? Oh, no. Because that's only a 19. What the hell? As she, <laughs> as she clamps down on the Steelix, Literally I mean. zero purchase. This is what I mean. We yeah. can't. We can't hit it. There's dial nothing up. to do. Yeah. Well, dial-up is now trying to charge the gun. A oh. simple enough task for a, a co of magnemites. Okay. As they all latch onto the side and begin channeling some juice in there, it's still cranked up to the maximum setting, and okay. that battery low symbol becomes battery full. As dial-up, all three of them are just like ah. Nipsey. Uh, Nipsey is going to skitter under Bentley's feet. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, we'll deal. We'll deal some uh, leech cedars. Father, hoist me. I am not fat. That's four damage. All right. Yeah, Nipsey, you you feel the strength of your enemies sapping out and reaching through the live stream to yourself. Yep. Pendleton <laughs> just goes Yeah. <laughs> just right out of the tunnel. <laughs> Faster than you thought he could. He's <laughs> Evan Rude. <sighs> You've got a dial up to get out of there. You've got a Nipsey to get out of there. You got Bentley. You've got a Steelix you could fight. You got options. Uh, upon direction from Bentley, Evanru is gonna buzz back out the tunnel with the crew that's fleeing. Okay. Evanru takes off, catches up to, and passes Crash. As he's like, fast. <laughs> he's like, air power is superior. CJ. Um. Where, where, what is like the lineup of things currently? Alright, so you've got Steelix, who's been seated by Nipsey, who's looking up the tunnel as Crash runs off with Cordelia. Pendleton and Evan Root have just followed suit. Karina is in between everybody who's leaving and the Steelix. You've got Bentley off to the side, with Nipsey at his feet, holding a newly charged sonic disruptor. And then there's you. Um, I'm gonna yell at Bentley and just say we gotta go, and then can I hold my action until he fires the gun? Yeah, what what action would you like to hold? I, depending on how that goes, may or may not tell Mana to make some jelly. Okay, <laughs> so you're gonna tell Mana to make jelly if things go south. Yeah. Okay, Bentley. CJ, you may want to get out of here. Cover your ears. One of the two. With dial-up helping you aim. And 
Benley's gonna saddle up next to Karina, give her a nod, and then just try and fire this gun again at Steelix. All right, as you pull a Phil Coulson and go, I don't even know what this does. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah. Give me an attack roll. Okay. Thankfully, it's sound-based, so you're getting around the incredibly high AC. A seven on the die. Okay. As you crank the dial up to full, <laughs> CJ, you're like, aim for the <laughs> You completely miss Steelix. Oh, God. But you do hit the canyon wall above you as everything starts to crumble. Boulders and rocks begin to <laughs> as a massive splinter forms as Steelix looks up before the whole wall just <laughs> collapses on him. Now would be the time, boys, to do whatever you're gonna do. I'll chuck the gun, call back Nipsey, grab Dial Up, and then try and have Dial Up fly me out of there. Fire, you fool! Alright, <laughs> Dial Up, give me a strength check. It's not particularly hard because there's three of you now. Bentley is but, a small boy! And Bentley is a so small boy. Has the strength modifier changed? I'll just give you what's on the die. Small boy! It's a 12 on the die. Oh, that'll be that'll be fine. Okay. That's good. It just needs to be above a 10. 10 okay. is what I consider like a reasonable effort. Fair. So you're good. Okay. Uh, that does leave Nipsey on the ground, though. No, I said call back Nipsey. Okay, call back Nipsey. Gotcha. I missed that. It was take the chuck the gun, chuck call the back gun, Nipsey, get him grab, and jump. Dial up and just. All right. Has <laughs> dial up just. <laughs> Float me out of here. <laughs> like the Jetsons. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah. All right. You hear some rumbling in that pile of debris. Of course. Seems you don't have too long, but you've got some time. As you chuck the gun, you watch as that last shot seemed to be more than it could take as the sides kind of splintered out and it's kind of rattling on the ground as it lets off another loud shot. Oh. As it just... And it launches itself into the magma and just begins to singe away. There's another slight cave-in to the side as you guys are like, oh dear god, oh my god, you fools. All right, Crash, you and Evanrude are the first to reach the outside. As you jump on through and you watch everybody coming in, you see Karina bleeding profusely from down the tunnel. As she's following, that leg injury starting to catch up. She's not as fast as she was, but she's coming. As you watch, as Bentley's holding on to the dial-ups, just <laughs> flying up the tunnel, illuminated by the magma. You're like, of course. This is wild. You're like, of course you are. Oh, uh, God. That will take us out of initiative. It will put us into a skill challenge, boys. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> this is mayhem. As you reach the walls of the canyon, you've got Bentley riding dial-up. CJ, you're running. Crash is carrying Cordelia, and Karina is close behind. As you step out into the sunlight of Xantha, you're like, Oh my god, 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 oh my god. You see from the bottom of the, the ravine where you guys just were, Steelix burst out onto the scene, oh, shit. shining in chrome. Alright boys, skill challenge time. I'll start the timer. You tell me what you're doing. Oh, God. I am going to run with Mana and tell Mana to do her best to make Karina feel better. Okay. 
Mana just goes, Hey, you're gonna be okay. Boop. Just puts hands on. Little bit of those wounds kind of heal over a little bit. Just a little bit. Not a ton. Only three points of healing, but it's a little bit. As the wounds heal over, she's still favoring her foot, but she's like, You know what? She's like, normally I would kill you. <laughs> as, of course, is my directive. But I'm gonna move on from this. Yes. Because we need each other. Yes. Alright, so Mana helps Karina be a little bit faster. What's the play, boys? Uh, Run, fight, or hide? Can an attack be considered a skill? An attack can be considered a skill. <laughs> okay, so as Dial-Up like, flies Bentley out of the canyon, once we like get out of the lip of the cave, I'll jump off and land, and then Dial-Up will turn towards where the Steelix burst out and go for a, a sonic boom. Okay, and then just because it's funny to me, Bentley, make a dexterity check when you jump off the land. <laughs> okay. As you Superhero landing. 18. Let's 18! Alright. You land with no <laughs> ill effects. Nice. As you leap off dial up, you're like, poof. Alright. <laughs> Do the thing! Get him with a sniper! Do the Kill thing! Him. Kill him! Kill him! Oh my god! Oh, does it is analytic active? Uh for this, no. Because okay. everybody's kind of just okay. going as you go. Ooh. It was a little bit. <laughs> uh, 20 sound damage. 20 sound damage. All right, as the Steelix is barreling towards you, Dial-Up is just like... He's my boy. <laughs> so you watch as another sonic boom ripples down the path, and the newly forming vines are just kind of obliterated on the way down, revealing that barren red rock underneath. As branches of newly forming trees spread out, a newly formed magma dude is just poof, obliterated as it slams into the Steelix and he slides back about 20 feet. And he shakes his head angrily before continuing the chase, but it buys you guys a little bit of time. You're getting closer to the lip of the canyon. Keep running! Alright boys, who's making the next check or what are you doing? Dial up has used his. Mana has used hers. You can try to make yourselves faster. You could try to make Steelix slower. You could throw out a Pokemon if you think it would help. You could pick up somebody if you think they're slowing you down. You got options. Uh, I'll... I'll throw out Rose. Baby! Rose, Aurora beam the cliff. Try and make it as slick as you can. All right, baby, get that roll. Use an attack roll of Aurora beam on the trail that we're climbing up to try and make it like a slip and slide. A seven. All right, thankfully it is a cliff face. It's easy enough to do. And with the uh, wintry temperatures outside, the ice does stick. It's just not as slick or thick as you had hoped. Okay, do you want me to roll damage? Yeah, get a little bit of damage on there. We'll just, we'll just see see how how effective okay, it is. I'll probably regret saying that, but... That's all right. No, I won't. 12, Twelve. max damage. All right, Rose. Woo! As you, as you hit the field, seal lands, a dove flies, a baby! <laughs> As you fire off an aurora beam to rival that 
of the legendary birdies. And you freeze over the, the side of the cliff for maximum damage. The Steelix reaches the slickness and you're like, he is my boy. You stay back as the Steelix, even with its undulating mass of tendril, no limbs, seems to lose some traction. I'm gonna give it a dex save, but it has a minus one. Let's go. Come on. So we'll see. Come on. It's an 11. As the Steelix is barreling towards you, the back end slips out from underneath it, and as it tries to rotate, the tail collides with the side of the ramp, and it kind of embeds itself for a moment before ripping itself free and slowly slinking over the ice. You buy yourself a little more time. Good work, Rose! Call her back. <laughs> He's like, what are we doing, boys? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's like that. All right, boys, you're logs up to... Logs on to Twitter, logs off of Twitter. Yeah, you're up to two successes. We need one more. You got 30 seconds. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Clock's ticking. Um, You've used Rose, Dial-Up, and Mana. 18. Evan Root will go for a Bug Buzz. All right. Get that Bug Buzz. You got to do a deck save. That's an 18. Okay, that's fine. I do not care because it was less about <gasps> deafening, more about getting it. Oh. That's sexy beast. 22 sound damage. Very, All right. very nice. Oh, actually it's halved, so Ooh. 11 sound damage. 11 sound damage. Why is it Because he, he succeeded the save. The save. Oh. All right. The Steelix wants more continues his assault up the canyon as you guys are just reaching the top as you're leaping over vines the steelix takes one large bite towards Karina and with the reduced AC manages to hit incoming 4d10 yet again all right, Karina. Is there anything that I can do to lessen this damage? Like, Is there anything you can do to lessen this damage? Throw Dez out in this guy's face to kind of distract him for a second. Do you want to risk Dez? I mean, he's not going to hit Dez. He's a ghost, right? Who knows? Incoming is 25 points of piercing damage. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she can carry it. Yeah. As Karina sits there... And just takes the full force of the bite. You watch, she's just surrounded by this bubble of pure shadow. And it begins to crack and crunch. And you hear a little bit of a yelp as the teeth crash through. As Karina just bites back into the Steelix. Mm. She ain't she ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no dying place, Steelix. Alright, that is... A 19, which as you know, misses. Oh my goodness. As she bites back. She's doing so well. Letting too. the shield drop. She bites towards the Steelix and is just completely rebuffed. You see one of her fangs in the front of her mouth is chipped now. Ouch. As she just kicks off the Steelix and it slides back onto Rose's ice and just tumbles into the canyon. All right. If only just you survived the skill challenge, boys. As you reach the top, Good work. you see two individuals that you do not recognize.
The two folks that you see, I tell a lie, you actually do recognize both of them. Uh, one of them, you recognize one of them, sorry. One of them is Lewis from Xantha's gym. The scrawny fella with the shaved head who was kind of a dick. Okay. The other one, you do not recognize. Kind of a dick Lewis. Yes, dick Lewis. Uh, the other one is a woman who you have never seen before. Hello, woman. But she stands alongside a Hitmon Lee mm. who's missing an arm. Oh. As he holds out the one he does have to you, as you're kind of like climbing over the canyon, you yep. look up and you're just met with this large mitt. Hello. Yep. And he kind of hauls you up top, gives you a pat on the head and just keeps throwing. You see the gal at the top is holding some kind of like telescoping rifle-like device. Oh god. Doesn't look like it has any sort of function other than to see, but it is attached to like an old style rifle. Oh. But there's no trigger of any kind. Okay. She's just looking down. Looks like he's down. You boys okay? What are you doing in the canyon? Come on up. We should get out of here. That you should. You shouldn't have been in there. Come here. <laughs> she hauls you out. And Lewis is also kind of bending down. He's like, don't I know you guys? You did the gym, right? We need to get to a hospital. Yeah, yeah you gym. do. Does she? She's almost dead. We need to go. All right. Yes, yeah, as, as Crash just leaps up on top, they're like, ain't much of a hospital, but come on back to the Soul Forge. I think we can help you. Go, as they go, run you back go. to the center of town, where the gym still stands. They pound on the door, and the woman goes, Garrett, open up! We got wounded! You hear, you hear like this, this horrible grinding sound as the doors to the Sunforge are pulled open. You see this grizzled man with a long beard and a shaved head. He's just like, those kids? Ah, jeez. He goes, cord, pull harder! And you can see a sand slash on the other side with a chipped claw Ooh. as he's just like straining against the weight of the door, opening it up as you guys all run inside. You hear the grinding of the steelix on the edge of the canyon as the door slams shut behind you. And as you move on in, you see a now flameless Rapidash just toiling endlessly, pulling around a device in the middle of the, the Sunforge, keeping some degree of lights on in the gym. Wow. Seems like they've engineered some way to keep things going. As in the corner stands Eleanor, also from the gym. She was the one that had a Quilava, and still does, though its color is long faded. And she has, also with her, about a half dozen colorless baby Cyndaquils. As she's just kind of huddling them to keep them warm. As you guys all take a moment in here, Eleanor takes her gloves off and heads over and goes, Who's wounded? Who? And they go, oh no. They see Cordelia. They're going to see if they recognize it. Alright. Eleanor motions to crash. Put her here. She's just like, okay. And just kind of like unceremoniously tosses her to the ground. He's like, I have no attachment to this woman, but you do. So I won't throw her, but I will drop her. He's like, he, she's very clearly done some bad stuff, but so have we. So whatever. As she lands on the ground... Eleanor just goes, Well, I'd say it's good to see you both again, but 
circumstances being as they are, I'll get to work. Thanks. And she begins tending to the wounds as Pendleton walks up and he's like, I have some sprigs of mint leaves you can put on there to soak it up. She's just like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, he doesn't speak, but he's just like pulling out little herbs and such. And she's like, thanks, bud. But she's no. like, thank you. Like yeah, that. we're 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 okay though. We we've got a little bit left over. As uh, Lewis and the F4 motioned to Garrett, begin speaking in the corner. The woman and her her hitmon Lee walk over to you. You guys okay? I know your companion over there's a little banged up. Clearly seen better days. What are y'all doing tangling with the Steelix down there? Yeah, That's... it wasn't, didn't want to. Yikes. Yeah, it, we knew it had a hostage, so we tried to go down and save her. She's pretty roughed up, so. I can see that. Well, I wish I could say she's in the best care, but, you know. It's better than being stuck in that canyon, I guess. <laughs> that it is. Are the two of y'all okay? You need water? Anything? Take a breather. Yeah, You've been I'd, through the ringer. I'd take some water. Do you, do you have any way to heal up Pokemon? My my Yanma got pretty banged up down there. Oh, yes, we do. Goes, hey, Lewis, fire up the machine. As Lewis is like, yes, ma'am. Heads on over to a healing table, as was present at the base of Xantha's gym. I'll call just gets it fired back up. and get him healed back to full. Okay. I'll have him look at Crash, too. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the gal that's with you goes, forgot to introduce myself in the chaos. My name's Emily. Come on over this way. I'll see if I can take a look at your blue friend there. Thanks. Thank you. CJ. It's nice to meet you. I'm Bentley. Oh, well, all right. You guys just take a moment. Looks like you're uh, big friends. Not too much worse for wears. Crash is like, yeah, I'm tough. What up? So I, I took all those hits and I carried her out of the canyon. You ever seen anybody do that before? I didn't think so. He's like, Shut up, you idiot. He's like, I'm a boss. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, okay, sit down. You're clearly in shock. You were uncontrollably puking this morning. Relax. <laughs> all right. Yeah, as they as they take your, your friends over to the healing table and they begin to look things over. Garrett, the man with the shaved head and the beard, walks over. And CJ, he just puts an arm. He does that thing where he kind of like walks past you and grabs onto your arm and goes, I know who she is. I don't know you. Um, yeah. Um, we needed to save her. Why? All this is her fault. I know, but... It... Do you know why it happened? Did you talk to anybody about it? Who's there to talk to? Exactly. That's why she's here. So you wouldn't have any issue if we, uh... Ask some questions if she pulls through? Of course not. That's... Well, that was my intention. Well, that's great. Cord sharp in the claw. As he just heads over to a grinding stone in the corner. And just begins honing his claw. Well, okay. <laughs> CJ, what? So you can see on his far hand, he's got like little semblance of a like a badger claw, and then just a shattered remains of the second claw. Ouch! It's not good. 
Yeah, it looks a little rough. Did you did you see what happened? We saw, but we were really far away. I did. Come sit down. Take a take a breather. You've been running for a while. Yeah. Yeah. As they walk you over to the side, Emily returns with two mugs of water. As Crash is like, I'm good, I produce my own water. She's like, okay, Chill whatever. Out. She's like, whatever, I don't care <laughs> what you do. I'm just here to tend your wounds. As Eleanor begins wrapping up Cordelia, she's not looking good. But Garrett will sit you guys down. I don't know what they were looking for. But it seems like they found it. They brought in some thing to eat some ore vein here. They were real vague about it, but they knew what they wanted. Something big and green flew on in. They did battle for a bit. It took its own chunk out of this ore vein and flew off. And they all started packing their stuff to leave. Steelix came out of the canyon to defend presumably its turf. Doesn't seem to want to leave that canyon. They had some device. They fired at it on all sides. The Steelix went down. They loaded him up onto that big floating machine of theirs along with that beast they brought in. They had just turned it follow that green creature went out from the side of that big balloon of theirs comes Steelix followed very quickly by that thing they brought in and that one right there and he points to Cordelia was standing in the side of that blimp watching it all go down and that one and he points to Karina carried her out of that wreck before it went down And I know that while these two got out alive, a lot of our people didn't. Including Arthur. As Garrett just kind of bites into a bottle and uncorks it and just takes a big swig. As Emily just kind of passes him, is like, why don't you go do that over there? These are these are kids. Sorry about him. He's uh, he and, he and Arthur were close. That's understandable. We yeah, met Arthur. Okay. Um, sad. Arthur was great. We know Ruby, and we're just trying to that get to the bottom girl. of what happened here. Yeah, it seems like uh, whatever they were looking for, they found it. But I don't think it went the way anyone wanted. No, I think. It's pretty clear they didn't know what was going to happen when they did what they did. But, I mean, I'm sure you know that all the fire types, they don't have fire abilities anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of awkward for you guys to see Lewis's once very proud flaming Rapidash now just looks like a horse. pale yellow horse with no flames. Oof. Oof. With just an ash black mane. Is all mm. that remains of it. Yikes. 
and those little cinder quills over in the corner are just shivering as the koalabas coiled around it for what little that's worth. Yeah, fire going out here of all places is unprecedented and very, very disturbing. Yeah, we we don't know how to fix it. We came here kind of hoping we'd find some answers. feel like we got some answers, but just continue to have questions. It seems like whatever flew off with that stone might be able to fix everything, but I don't know how we help it. I just don't know where we go from here. Well, all I know is it flew off to the east. But that metal beast in tow, I can't imagine it's got long before it catches up. That thing was faster than anything I ever seen. Yeah, that's... it's not great. You said they were fighting in the canyon. Well, on the lip of it, yeah. Close enough that Steelix must have felt threatened, but... <laughs> I mean, all, all of us have always known. You don't go in that canyon, that's where the Steelix is. Sometimes he ventures into the mines, but he's just attracted to the noise, not his fault. Yeah, sure. So, how did you all survive? Well, barely. <laughs> uh, Jethro and Cord here, and she motions to the Pitmon Lee and the Sandslash in the corner. Thankfully, they were able to put up a good enough fight, but kids, I, I tell you, you ever see that steel beast coming for you, you turn and run. That's kind of what we just learned today. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, faster. Faster than any Pokemon I ever seen. I, oh, I'm i not mean, sure what they did to it. She meant the other one. Oh, yeah. Steelix is a real sweetheart at, at his core. You just stay out of the canyon. He'll leave you be. Yeah. He'll, sure. he'll he'll defend that turf with everything he's got, but he ain't never hurt nobody, didn't deserve it. Did you see the beast? Like, other than it being very fast, could you, like, tell what it was? Oh, yeah, it seemed like it's in pain. I don't know what they did to it, but it's uh, it's hurting bad. That, that poor thing, all you see in those eyes is fear and pain. And they point him like a weapon and he destroys. Did it look like it had anything on it that wasn't natural, like some sort of device or a harness, maybe? Mm. I'm sorry, I I didn't notice. We we tried to lay low for as long as we could. Yeah, I'm just trying to think maybe why it would listen. Take orders that are so bad for everyone. It, uh, it was trying to eat something in the canyon. We got that much before Steelix intervened. Seems like it got a taste, but I don't know what it was here for. But shortly after that, there was that big explosion and all the lights went out. So would you say that Steelix is a guardian of sorts? Of the canyon, for sure. Right, right, yes. Course. He's been down there, goodness, longer than I can remember. It's good to know. 
Jeez. Uh, have you been able to get word from anyone around the region? Uh, we set up a kind of a cell tower. My friend's really tech-savvy, so the signal seems to be better. That reminds me, CJ, I should probably send a message to them. Or just look to see if we have a message from them. Oh, yeah. I'll check the Bori phone. <laughs> Your message has arrived. Whoa! And it says, Hello, we've made it to Atiola. Learned loads of information. Way too much to send over Porifone, but we're alive and ready for the journey up to Freezelock Peak in the morning. Hope you dudes are okay in the canyon. Sick. You think we can teleport there? I can just try to open a door. Maybe don't. It's not. That would, that would be just great. Screw it. What's up, yo? We're already dying. We, we might as well just go. It. Yeah. <laughs> that is always God. in the back of my mind as the last ditch resort. Well, if everything goes completely <laughs> south, we might as well die. Just... <laughs> Put yourself completely into your hand. <laughs> oh, God. Like, Swallow you, then me. You just pop out and you just go, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> <laughs> the moon was made of spare ribs, would you eat it? Yeah. <laughs> you kidding me? Oh, God. Um... If they're fresh? Of course. <laughs> they're fresh and not poo-poo platter? Yeah. So... It had to have been Tropius that's making these changes. I guess. What but, else would it be? It, but it wasn't doing that like in the forest. I guess maybe because it's already a forest, but. I mean, it was making everything like more. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seems like the balance of everything is thrown off. I don't know, man. Like there's, there's no fire anymore. So it seems like everything else maybe is trying to take over that emptiness, I guess, is not good. It's all sorts of bad. Anyway, uh, sorry, uh, sidetracked. Uh, have you been able to hear from anyone? Have you tried uh, any communications out to other cities? See if... The... Oh, we don't, uh... Out here, we're... <laughs> we're all manual, just pidgeys, but, uh... Ain't nobody's come back in the last day or so. The uh, PC network did come back on about, I don't know, maybe two hours ago. That might have been y'all in your tower. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm just curious because the rest of the region outside of here, which is mostly desert, has been like blizzard conditions, crazy cold, like nobody could survive being out there for long. Whoa. So I'm just curious if... That's still what's going on outside of here, if that's let up at all, but I don't know. I don't know. It has been colder out here, but we just figured it was winter. Rolling in early. It's definitely more than just that. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess we, uh, we better send word to Jax, let him know we got some newcomers in town. He already knows we're here. Yeah, oh. we, we saw Jax earlier, but it'd be nice to see him again. Uh, well, great. 
We're just about to throw on some food for lunch, so why don't y'all hang tight and we'll, uh, we'll send word on out. Alright, sounds fair enough. Alright. As Amelie lets out a little, a little whistle and a tiny diglet. Why don't you go find Jax and tell him we got, we got people over. We got company for, for lunch. She gives him a little pat on the head and a little tiny stone as he takes it in the little diglet claws. And off he goes. Paid with stone. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Here's a pebble. Oh, yes, what a boo. Oh, Master has given Dobby a pebble. Dobby is free. And I will still just take commands. Exactly. Hey. All right. As the little diglet heads away, you guys have about 20 or so minutes. Is there anything you want to take care of? I'll probably just leave CJ to his own devices to watch over Cordelia, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll pretty much just be sitting there watching her, seeing if anybody moves towards her or, like, does anything to, like, wake her up or do anything to her. Okay. Yeah, Eleanor seems to just be tending to the wounds best she can. She is by no means... A doctor? She just seems to have the steadiest hands of everybody in here and isn't coated in coal dust. As Cordelia moves through death saves, we'll see. Oh, oh boy. It's two successes in a row. All right. Then a three. Then a two. Oh my god. She's two and two. Jordan, I'm going to let you roll the last one. No! Oh god. Is there anything that I can do to move this towards positive? Is there anything you can do to move it towards positive? Oh my god. I will answer your question with a question of my own. Of that course question you is your will, question. Drew. I my have, question I have my like yours. first aid kit, but I don't know if I'm going to have anything that could like... Is there anything in the first aid kit that would like maybe wake her up? So like even if she does perish, which we don't want to happen, I don't think, she would be able to at least, like, have a short conversation with her brother. Uh, there's nothing in the first aid kit that could do that, but it's, okay. uh, you, there, are, there are tools in the toolbox, so to say. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, boy. Can Mana, like, heal her at all or anything? Do you ask? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mana will just kind of, like, sit up in your hood and go, Oh, jeez. Uh, there you go. She just kind of puts a... Kind of taps her on the forehead. And you watch as the eye doesn't heal. It just scars over, leaving that, like, white iris. And this big burn scar on the face. Look. As a little bit of the blood begins to kind of pull back in, everybody in the room is like, You had that the whole time! I wasn't thinking about it. And she's a baby. <laughs> His mom's just like, 
She just climbs back up and just goes, Okay, it's time. It's nap time again. Yep. She just rolls over in your hood and everyone's like, What time? <laughs> We're here now. Alright. It's fine. As Cordelia just <gasps> sits up. Garrett immediately just grabs a pipe as Cord stops sharpening his claws. As Eleanor sits up and just goes, Oh, you're awake. Cordelia goes, Away. Back. All of you. Back. <laughs> you. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Following orders. Why did you do this? <laughs> you left, didn't you? You don't want to be a part of any of this? No. Yeah, so you don't get to know, do you? Yeah, well... We had our reasons. You're gonna have to explain it now. She goes, we had our reasons, as Garrett just puts the pipe up to her chin and goes, and so do I. Talk. As Cordelia just sits, goes, I don't know why you brought me back. You just uh, let me die. Would have been fine. Because I'm not telling you anything. Any of you. As Cord just walks up behind too with the long sharp claw and just goes looks up. Garrett says, not yet. I wanna know first. As you see on her still busted arm, he just brings the pipe down. She doesn't scream. She just winces as you hear the crunch of her her whole like part of her arm just shatters. I'm not telling you anything. We did what we did. You're not happy about it? Go fix it. If you can. <laughs> you playing hero now, brother? As everybody kind of like perks up and goes, Huh? <laughs> Hold on, you know her? Doesn't matter. We need to know why you did this. <laughs> Ain't telling you, Crispin. Where's everybody else? Oh, you haven't seen the big crater? They've been counting bodies. Saw you looking for me. Good to know you still care. As Garrett brings the pipe up, just kind of tosses it a little bit. It's got a bunch of her blood all over it. She goes, You know how to make her talk? She's pretty stubborn. Oh, I can fix stubborn. Whack! Hits her in the arm again. You hear another crunch. As Pendleton's just like, He's like, I wasn't going to help her. I don't know. I'm just going to distance myself. I'll be over here and give Pendleton a hug. Yeah, he's like, okay, this is this is not what I signed on for. As Mana just goes, hey, she's super scared. Yeah, I, I'm aware. But she's pretending not to be. I know. This is how this goes. As Cordelia looks up, goes, get on my head, freak. That was really. She's not very nice. 
I can make jelly. Not right now. Okay. As Karina from the corner just steps out from behind the Hitmonlee, who intervenes and puts his hand out, she begins to snarl. He just hits her on the nose. <laughs> Good. I was like, okay, As, when's that going to happen? I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. Karina's like, okay, I'm not stupid. <laughs> you could probably kill me, but stop it. As Garrett brings the pipe down again, Cordelia blacks out. Can you please stop doing that? Yeah, I don't think that that's going to be the stop way that this works. Stop solving anything. You don't... You know how to get more out of her? Be my guest. Apparently that's your sister. You don't seem to care about her that much. But that, figure maybe you might know a better way into her head than I do. Yeah. That's I all mean, I got. More than just hitting her over and over. Got a lot of anger towards this girl. I understand that. You think I don't? Don't look to. Garrett, why, I'm why, letting you hit her over and over. Clearly why, I don't really care. Just leave them alone and come over here with me. We can we can talk it out. Talk about Arthur. Okay? You mean the man who'd still be here if it wasn't for her? And he spit. Yeah. Do you hear a pounding on the door? <laughs> Yo, open up! As Jethro moves over with his one arm, it just pulls the lever down. As the door opens, you see Jax's arm underneath as he just lifts up the rest of the door and heads on in. As behind him is a massive, pale white Typhlosion with bloodshot red eyes. Wow. Who's just pluming smoke out the back. Still ripped as all heck. As he walks right on in, ducks his head. Hey, what's up, boys? You've been... Busy? What on earth is going on in here? What? What is this? I get... A, a diglet shows up with a stone. Says, come on down. Y'all are beating some girl senseless. What? No, we... We found her in the canyon. We brought her back here. Huh. We're hoping maybe to get some answers, but... Garrett's a little overzealous. He goes, Hey, come on! As Jax just goes, <laughs> Garrett, man, sit down. You're not... You're not helping. Look, uh... I... I know this girl. She's the one... Brought that beast on in. Yeah. Huh. Garrett, I understand what you did. No more. He's like, come on. He could Shut it. All right? We're not beating this kid anymore. She's what, 16? Jesus, man. We, we need to figure out why they did this or what they're planning and maybe how we can fix it. She doesn't want to talk. Well, these, uh... If I've learned anything from, uh... Fighting off these goons over the last week or so, they usually have orders on them. Did you check your pockets? No. But 
she's not just like a normal one of them. She probably was in charge of this whole thing. You should probably oh. check anyway, CJ. Even better, she probably got something on there. Let's take a look, shall we? Yeah, right. All right. As Jax just heads on over and pulls a tiny notebook out of her front pocket. Ah, look at that. Just starts flicking through. And it seems to be discussing plans. Plans to destroy and consume the supernatural red stone. To feed the creature. The creature whose name on a later page is only referred to as the Stonebreaker. This mission was ordered by the director and was intended to result in the Stonebreaker absorbing whatever power is in the supernatural red stone as it is referred. A side page of the briefing details in-depth uh, instructions on how to subdue the Steelix should it appear, oh. and information on how to operate the sonic disruption devices. <laughs> Probably would have been good. I figured it out. It was fine. <laughs> oh, well. That's fine. It was in Japanese anyway. I can't <laughs> read that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a dial-up. That's really all you need. Exactly. He can charge everything. He can overcharge anything. I have my own batteries. Seems like the only variable they hadn't planned for was Tropius. Because how do you plan for a Brontosaurus with palm tree wings appearing from the sky? You don't. It's over. Just go home. But as Jax takes the notebook and just tosses it to you, CJ, goes, I guess this is yours, is next to Ken. <laughs> Look, kid, I uh I can hold you responsible for the deeds of your sister. But uh You know, as soon as the world goes back to normal, she's gonna need probably a trial and Lot of jail time. That's completely fine. She's responsible for all of that. That she is. That reminds me. I brought somebody over. I figured it might be you too. As out from behind Ares, that's little Ruby. Hi. Hi, Ruby. She has two little sack lunches that she hands to each of you. Thank you. Kind, kind of stale sandwiches and some more several day old cookies all of which taste incredible <laughs> and oh, yeah. I eat it in an instant sweet as Ruby walks up to you CJ and kind of shuffles her little feet and then rolls a pokeball towards you Are you asking me to catch you? She holds her little arms out for a big hug. Oh, yeah, that's gonna happen for so, sure. So. 
100% gonna give her a hug and boop her with the ball. All right. This is gonna function kind of like Atticus does. It's registered to someone else, so it does not count against your total. Sick. But Ruby is not a fighter. Yep. She is a friend. Love it. Ruby! Yeah. Ruby's Pokeball is a very dull pink. A little heart on the front. No. No. Cute. She's in a love ball. Love ball. Very cute. But also very sad. Yes. I love it. And there's a little inscription written on the back. Mm. Sorry. It says, To my little ruby of the desert. Arthur. Ouch, Drew. Sorry, I apologize in advance. All the feels. Didn't seem right for her to just stay here. You know, she likes she likes you. It We love her. And she really wanted to I think it's it's best for her to try to move on. I agree. And uh We found we found something in his uh in his house while we were cleaning some stuff out. It uh had you guys' names on it. What's that? There's a little little something for each of you. Uh I know Milo and Phoebe ain't with you, but uh I have something for Milo too, if you're yeah, headed we'll back his way sometime soon. We'll take it to him. Yeah. There's a small can. it's a very small box. It just says Open at the end of the world. As Jax hands it to you, he goes, You give that to Mila when that storm stops. Uh, okay. And not before. Alright. <laughs> Anyways, for Bentley, there is a small parcel inside, two xanthaballs, and a sapphire blue stone, about yay big, and carved into the front, almost emblazoned the image of a water droplet and on the back is a triangle with a line down the middle and a dot on either side and there's a little note it says for Bentley I saw this and I thought of you I hope it protects you. The guy I got it from said it would. For CJ, the recipe for Ruby's cookies. Let's go. That you loved so very, very much. But I have her, so I don't even know the <laughs> recipe. But yeah, that's cool. Two xanthaballs. Sick. And a small. Pearl white stone 
similar to the blue, but very shining and white. And emblazoned on the front of that is the image of a sun. And it says, to CJ, I hope this stone lights up your life as much as you lit up Ruby's. Cute. As Ruby's just kind of shuffling her feet, she's like, I picked it out. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Thank you. And there's two more parcels, one for Milo and one for Phoebe. And goes, he'd have wanted y'all to have these, but uh, you just make sure the other two get theirs. No peeking. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, Jax, do you, do you know what this stone is? Blue one? That's a water stone, my friend. Okay, cool. What's a white stone? What's it got on there? Sun. Bingo. <laughs> What's a sunstone do? Hopefully it brings you some good luck, but it evolves a couple Pokemon. Neat. Uh, I don't know if you have them on you, but nice to look at. Neat. They do have some mechanical benefits if you were to give them to a Pokemon of the corresponding type for you, it would work on grass and fire. Cool. But yeah, Jax will kind of crack his knuckles and rub the back of his neck. He's like, I'm really not good at uh, sentimental stuff, but I think he'd have wanted you to have those. They were pre-wrapped and ready to go. Seems like he was waiting for the right time. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you getting them to us. Well, thank, thank you. Of course, yeah. Now I'll go over to CJ in semi-private, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, CJ, kind of don't want to recommend this, but do you think maybe your your like ghost powers would help? Maybe reading your sister. Yeah, I was gonna do that, but there's too many people around. Well, how about if I if I like distract them? Then maybe you could try and go over and just try and like read her. Trying to figure that out. Maybe maybe Mana can help. Yeah, that's it's a good idea. I mean, I was gonna try to like wait till people like left or they set up like a watch sort of situation. It seems like they're kind of here. Yeah, got like the door locked down. I'll I'll, I'll just I'll try. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and we can try later. But I feel like we should maybe get out of here and try and find our way back to Milo and Phoebe and D. Uh, yeah, or Trobius. Yeah, well, we're going to need a full group for that, I think. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree with you. We do need to get going, but I need to figure out what's going on here and why this happened or just confirm that none of my other people are here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jackson, uh, other Soulforge peeps, uh, we actually saw some pretty cool stuff down in the canyon. It's like all kind of terraforming now. I, I, I kind of wrote down some notes and did some doodles if you want to come check it out. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there, there was like this this Bulbasaur that was like like half grass and like half ground. I think it's really cool. Like one of the tendrils was like the normal vine, and then there was one that was like earth, and it was able to like stick to the earth. It, it was really cool. And then we saw, and I'll just trail off and try and like and collect them all into a corner okay. to show them my notes. CJ, give me a stealth check with advantage. Yeah, yeah. As Mana assists you, and Ben is uh, Bentley is distracting Jesus everyone. Jesus Christ. Uh, CJ stuff is pretty good. 
That's a 15 on okay. throw. All right. You kind of sit down and put your hands on your knees and give a, give Ruby a little half hug. As you notice, Mana places the three of you in the chamber of understanding and a cone of silence. As Bentley, <clears throat> to you, as you're distracting, you're like, come on, CJ, do the thing. He's just sitting in the corner of the room. But for CJ and Mana and Cordelia, welcome to the ghost world, boys. Oh, shit. As you enter in, you see that same spectral image of Cordelia on a single black slate platform floating seemingly in space. As you and Mana step through a doorway, you see the essence of Cordelia stood in front of you. What do you do? Um, it's just like a spectral room. Mm -hmm. Not really anything discernible about. No, the room is remarkably featureless, and thankfully for now, devoid of those spooky specters that you saw last time you were here. Cool. Um, is she, like, aware? She is, in the moment, behaving similarly to Kaya. Of course. She is floating before you. And doesn't ever move. She's just in different places doing different things. Okay. Occasionally, she looks like she's taking like a book off a shelf or giving an order in a fight. But it's just sort of scattered around as you and Mana are kind of trying to rein in her consciousness. Yeah. Just try to do that so I can actually have like a conversation with her or discern any sort of information. Okay. Um, start by, I don't know. Saying, I understand that we hate each other, but we're still family. That's why I came and got you. Okay. She responds with a series of flashback memories from her perspective. Getting screamed at, mostly by your mother, and largely ignored by your father. Surprise, surprise. Of how she needs to get you in line, get you on board. You were her task. And in the eyes of your parents, she failed. So every time you acted out, they held her responsible for it. So where to you, your parents were just sort of distant, your mother always the cruel one. Seems like Cordelia took the brunt of that for you. She sheltered you, but she also resented you for it. Because every time you messed up, it was on her. Every mission that was failed on either of your accounts fell on her head. Anytime you slacked off when you should have been studying history, fell on her. Never on Euphemia. She was her own deal. It was always the two of you. Um... That's, uh, it's horrible. I didn't realize that. So, I'm sorry for that. As all around you now, that black void 
is just filled by different clips of your parents. Usually your mother screaming or your father pouring a drink and staring ominously out a rainy window, as he is wont to do. It's a man of mystery, the director. A very strange man. Is anybody else from our family here? The vision returns to blank space. She spins to face you, her jaw slack. Half of her face still burned and scarred over. She just shakes her skeletal head. Jesus. We made a mistake. It wasn't supposed to go like this. I was gonna be redeemed. It was my project. I failed. How... How do you know about the stone? We just know it has power. And the Stonebreaker can sense it. I built it that way. And I failed. I had all the tools. And you weren't there to screw it up. It was all me. What? But why did you build it? You just wanted the power? wanted their approval as the images of your parents pop back up. I understand that. But they just they just told you to go do this or you just you just thought it was a good idea. They told me if I did this I would have anything I wanted. All I had to do... not mess it up. Alright, well... This is done. It went south. It did. So I think you can stop worrying about what they want. Start thinking about what you want. CJ, give me a persuasion check. Be a good boy. It's hmm. better. I don't know what my persuasion is. Give me Not a second. Uh, it's a 14. 14. All right. Kind of shakes her head. Curious at you. Three shapes appear behind her. One of a skull. One of wisping dark shadow. And another a spectral version of herself. Let go. Stop caring. You see multiple versions of her popping up in this room. Reaching all around at various things. As Mana's just kind of sitting 
Hands, hands folded on your head. Cute. They're not good people. That's why I left. I didn't realize that it was going to come down on you, but couldn't be a part of it anymore. The spectral vision disappears, leaving only a shadow and a skull. As three of the Cordelia images disappear, as does the image of your mother. You don't have to be part of it anymore. As the room collapses into your father's study, the room you've entered one time. As he stands, spinning a glass, presumably of some alcohol, CJ never knew, never thought to ask. As you and Cordelia in your youth stand, arms folded, eyes down. As at your feet lies some sort of broken family heirloom. The memory's lost and clouded. It's been a long time. But you remember you broke something. And as your father turns to face you, even his own face is missing. It's been long enough. As he throws the glass down and picks up a belt from his desk, Cordelia steps in front of you. You remember covering your eyes. But Cordelia, in this moment, makes you watch. As the skull shatters into pieces. As Mana taps you on the side of the head and goes, Hey, you've been in here for a long time. You should probably come back out. Okay. As the image vanishes, leaving only that wispy cloud of black smoke. It goes into your hand. As CJ, you emerge in the Chamber of Understanding. Bentley, you're about 45 minutes into your explanation of the stuff that you found in the canyon. I thought I only had 10 minutes of material. Got CJ, a whole Netflix special. CJ, roll a D100. Oh, God. Is that a 20? I think so. What'd you roll? A, t- a, 20 a 20 and a zero. zero. Yeah, so 20. Okay. A nice round number. That's good. Okay. CJ, as you emerge, you notice that Mana's got you in some sort of chamber where you just look like you've dozed off from the afternoon. But your nose is bleeding and you're sweating like crazy. <laughs> your hand is super clammy and the stone is very, very warm to the touch as you're like... Uh, okay. As you're just kind of like... <sighs> Mana's like... You okay? I don't know. Okay. As you look over to Cordelia, she's completely pale. Oh, God. <laughs> As you notice two black swirling shapes in your hand.
I'm gonna look around and see if he still has everything under control. Oh yeah, Bentley at this point is is describing his heroic adventure as he primes the device unknown to him and collapses the tunnel down on the Steelix before... I meant to do that. ...before running adamantly to safety, carrying aloft the weaker members of the party. Um, I'm gonna get up and go outside. Okay. Yeah, as you stand up, Jax just kind of looks over. Whoa. You all right? Heck of a nap for you, huh? Yeah. Not, uh, I need, I need fresh air. All right. All right. Hey, just don't go too far. Stay out of that canyon this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go outside. Okay. Yeah, as you, as you walk out, Bentley and everybody inside, Eleanor just kind of stands up from Cordelia. She's, uh, she's gone. Thanks for your help trying. It's appreciated. Sure. Yeah, as uh, Eleanor just kind of puts her, her large gloves back on and just heads back over to the the Quilava and all the baby Cyndaquils. CJ, as you, as you step outside, Karina follows you and just puts her head in the hand that has the disc. He yeah. just rubs her head up against it. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. She lets out one loud, somber howl. And then just slinks off into the desert. Limping all the way as she does. Still dripping some blood from her wounds. as you just collapse outside from the weight of the day and the exhaustion of being in your hand for that long Mm -hmm. she's like you immediately just vomit this purple sludge oh god it's only about a handful but it feels like pounds of this stuff as it just sizzles for a moment and you swear for half a second you see a little face in there before it just you shake your head for a second and it's just normal vomit just normal stuff just you know run of the mill vom (laughs) (laughs) puke as it were traditional barf if you like (laughs) up chuck (laughs) every synonym imaginable and lads, that's where we'll leave you for this week. I've hit you with enough. Yeah. Holy horn tail. So thank you <laughs> for watching this one. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. With Cordelia departed and CJ left in her wake, the boys can only hope things are going better for their friends up north. If you enjoyed this leg of the Tater Tots journey, leave a like on the video and show them your support. If you'd like to keep up with the tots in the future, why not subscribe to the channel? If you'd like to help us out in other ways, you can follow the links in this video's description box to the Patreon. From there, you can join the discussion in our Discord servers, check out the post show, still rolling, and get access to some extra special content before it goes live. There's also a link if you'd like to check out some boarding party merch. 
and let us know in the comments below what you think about Cordelia's revelations and what they might mean for CJ moving forward. Thanks for watching Boarding Party. We'll catch you next week.